It's just black and white. It's like you either do this or you die. There's Vegas a... with a chick is the ultimate meeting. You don't understand English. Juan Kenobi. Juan Kenobi. That's all I wrote. I'm not sure what what I was thinking. <laughs> but why are you talking about this? And you're like, because I'm bored. Prolific. <laughs> Founder Centennial IPA. I've never heard of this. Uh, well, I mean, I've heard of this brewery, but I haven't actually had anything uh, from Founders at all. Get ready to bask in the glory of the Frothy Heads Floral Bouquet. Wait, did you start it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Relish the citrus accents from the abundance of dry hopping. This one's sweet, yet balanced. Malty undertones. Wait, is Shake dry- hands with hop character for a finish that never turns too bitter. Is is dry hopping an actual like uh, beer making method, or is it like dry humping play on words? You know what? With brewers, I don't. I think they take themselves like way too seriously. So I don't. They think have terms being, for yeah, everything. I don't think they're being cute at all when they say dry hopping. I think that's like a legitimate thing that they do. Like uh, when they when they talk about aftertaste with no irony at all, they drew, or no, uh, dude, sarcasm. Whatsoever. So like I, I like mm. Uh, mm. Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Elder. Apparently, uh, some aromas. Apparently, Chris. the real the historical figure was Pliny the Elder, right? Is that like some Russian mythical? Beast or something? Pliny? I don't know. Who's Pliny the Elder? Pliny the Elder was the guy that uh, he. There, I Did mean, he write documents and he 1700s? he recorded. Not he didn't record, but he like um, he documented what was happening um, when uh, Mount Vesuvius. Oh, yeah. So cool. like he documented that. Yeah. Um and uh, but it, historically his name is pronounced Pliny or Pliny. But the beer is pronounced Pliny. Isn't that stupid? Like, LaCroix should be LaCroix, but it's LaCroix. Because we're American and we yeah. don't give a shit. People, I feel like everyone would see that and say Pliny. Anyway, so we I are back. Pretty This Meat. Pliny. Number 32. 32, right? We're there. We're yeah. at 32. Yeah. 32. We're back. Prolific. We're prepared today. Somewhat. I'm not guaranteeing you that it's going to be any good, but... I've got topics to go to and things to move from. So I am, everybody buckle your seats and hang on to your asses because we're ready to get prolific. And we're going to start with what we start with every single time. The greatest segment of all time. Our takes one to no one. Tyler, go. Oh, shit. Um, Well, speaking on that thing, dude, how fun do you think it must have been? Not how fun. Like, over the thousands of years for people to discover, like, what plants were okay to eat and what, like, you know, nuts were okay to eat. Like, you can know someone at some point, you know, shoved poison ivy in their mouth. Oh, yeah. I had to to report back to the village, like, oh, shit. Well, can't eat that. I have a feeling that those were stressful days. (laughs) But how great is it that, like, alcohol was discovered by, like, you know leaving potatoes out to rot and then being like 
Dude, I'm drinking. We're just gonna drink. I'm this. drinking this. Fuck it, we're gonna smash Dude, this up and drink. Not only am I not dead the next morning, that severely fucked me up last well, night. I mean, depending on how many potatoes you drink, you might be dead the next morning. Same with like cheese and uh, milk. You know? Oh god, this milk's bad. It tastes or it smells horrible. Give me a bite of that. Let's turn it into cheese. Let's put it on our fucking tortilla chips. <laughs> like all the, all the, cause just like, uh, you know, evolution goes through trial. It's not like, you know, people assume evolution. It's like, oh, mother nature had this plan to create this thing. It's like, no, things just happen trial and error and something progressed to the next thing. So imagine how many trial and error things that humans went through themselves to discover, you know. I wonder how like. In donkey meat, times. not as cool. Cow meat, oh, pretty good. It works pretty fine. <laughs> donkey meat's a little gamey. Uh, tastes kind of like shit. Uh, I wonder, like, whose job it was though. Back in like hunter gatherer times, we, whose job it was to? They probably did that as like a prison sentence. You know, you got you're eat those eating these things. We're gonna find out. We just moved to this place. You know, we're we're nomads. We just moved to this new place. You, rapist Steve over there, this, this rapist we have that we keep in chains all the time. I don't You're think gonna rape trial. was a real serious crime back then. <laughs> you stole my fucking food. Now Fine. Defiler of the gods. There you go. Yeah, that, or, yeah. Anyone who, like, tried to hump the skull that was the you know I don't think that was the that symbol of their of crime either no when it's uh, the symbol of their god you know yeah. and then some guys just like I'm gonna fuck his eyes out when <laughs> they find out and then it's like oh man he fucked the he fucked the, the statue oh god we're sending him into the woods where he's gonna eat that strange plant we've been looking at god for damn it Craig <laughs> he comes back and he's his mouth is on fire or no, he's the one that discovers alcohol, and it's like, damn it, Craig gets all the good shit. He's he's fucking skulls and fucking our god and all those things. We should be like Craig. <laughs> Craig's our new leader. Craig's Craig's just got it down. <laughs> was that it? Was that your take? No, I, was I, was just, take? Okay. I just kind of thought about that. I was that. a little lukewarm there. I was gonna be like, ah. all right. Um, I could go with one first because I got it written down. I got four here, but I'm going to go with the least offensive one. I have four here, too, so go for it. All right. What's a restaurant you find absolutely appalling that everybody just seems to love? Oh, I was going to say Cheesecake Factory, but Cheesecake Factory seems to be the one that, like, is nationally, you know, mocked by everybody. I was going to say Cheesecake Factory was, you know... The first thing I thought of, but then I realized like everybody has the same gripe about Cheesecake Factory is that the menu is just all over the fucking Well, I saw place. a whole thread of tweets that someone had been ripping the, mm-hmm. like the decor of Cheesecake Factory because it's all like ballroomy, but then the chandeliers are like Roman or no, the chandeliers are like weird Parisian things, but then there's like columns that are like Roman and it's just a bunch of, like, they said it's like an orgy of like bad design, essentially, like in terms of like architecture. And then you get to the whole menu thing, which is like 20 pages long. Then You're just like, what is And then the they showed halfway through the, halfway through the menu, cheesecake. halfway through the menu is an advertisement to eat at Cheesecake Factory. Like, I'm already here, motherfucker. <laughs> so I would say... One that I hate. Fast that, food is included too. Okay, I was gonna say the fast food that I can't understand how it's still open is Burger King. That's a good one. That uh, that crosses my mind. But I will say that you know because it's like, just so redundant. Cider like, Whopper and fries, like it's not no, bad. I'm gonna say, like there's so many kinds of things that are like Burger King, and Burger King is just like the worst of all of them. You know? Yeah. So I'm I'm like, who's it for? It's got the worst chicken nuggets. It's got terrible fries. I think Burger King has a bit of a hood appeal. Yeah? Do you think it's just like 
no one wants to go into like the inner cities and like Wendy's and McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's will go anywhere, but like Wendy's yeah. doesn't want to go in there, and uh, Jack in the Box doesn't quite want to go in there. This so is Bur- just me making totally unfounded. Burger claims, King's just like Burger we're on King it. He's got a little bit of a hood appeal. Colfax and Sixty yeah. Eighth Street, we're on it. They were the we'll BK lounge for a little while. I think they just kind of have like a a, a a hood appeal, you know? Like they do have ices. Ices are pretty fresh, but other than that, uh, the fries are bomb. I haven't had it now. Or uh, I don't like the Burger King fries for I'm a long a big, time. Uh, but they're good. I think they're pretty good. Uh, it's got the worst, worst breakfast for sure. Uh, yeah, a lot of them are bad breakfast. As far as breakfast, I probably right. shouldn't be touting the goodness of like any fast food breakfast. So no, never mind. I, I mean, just exposed myself with that look, take right there. They're all disgusting, <laughs> but I will say that McDonald's probably has hands down the best breakfast in my opinion. But for me, Chick Fil A, bro, it's got to be Chick Fil A, dude. It'll change your life. No. Oh, I think Chick Fil A is the most. You think it's the most overrated fucking place? Wow. Like, I just I'm like wow. wow. Here's a fucking plain boring breaded chicken sandwich. Oh, it's okay. The sandwich not good. The yes. biscuit. It, so good. For some reason, changing the bread with the with the same chicken breast just changes the entire game. I it's weird. From, I'm game to try it. I just every time I go there, my from Chick Fil A are never met. I'm from Chick Fil A, just raving ran about Chick Fil A, and I usually get the nuggets. I never get the sandwich because I'm not a big fan of the sandwich. Okay, I will say that you can't go wrong with nuggies. The the the, the Chick Fil A nuggets, and they just got a smorgasbord of sauce options, which are always awesome. Nuggies are pretty serious, and they come with the waffle fries, which you which are you know, but they're unfucking seasoned. Which mm. is just an affront to my sensibilities. That's true. You don't get like, the brownness of the uh, Jack in the Box. You don't get the little curlies. peppery spot. Oh, it's Jack in the Box curly fries. I would say that Jack in the Box is probably uh, the most disgusting <laughs> place that I frequent. I was gonna say, which is the Cheesecake Factory of fast food restaurants. <laughs> Give me a brownie, two tacos, and um, I'll have some egg rolls, some mozzarella <laughs> sticks. Can I get a Oreo milkshake? A couple of tacos. Oh, and this weird scrambled eggs did sausage say, bowl that you have. Did I say egg rolls? <laughs> Do more of those, yeah, please. And some jalapeno poppers, please. Yeah, I'm I'm feeding. Uh, and they'll give them to you all in three minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have them already. We're having a meeting down at the embassy, and uh, you know, a bunch of diplomats and people from other countries are here. So I need to I needed to kind of kill two birds with one stone. So let me get some egg rolls, some mozzarella sticks. Uh, do you guys have any spaghetti back there? Yeah, not uh, at this location. No, but you know what? We could whip something up real quick. Uh, Jack, but Jack in the Box is probably the most disgusting place that I frequent. Like, I've been to Jack in the Box a million times, but I will say, like, when I go to places, I try to order, like, different things, especially when it's, like, sit-down restaurants. Like, I, I will try to order something new every time I go somewhere. Like, I'm pretty much have, I've pretty much eaten everything on the Yard House menu except the steaks and pastas. But every sandwich, every burger, every appetizer, uh, all the tacos, like I've, I've eaten all that stuff. I try a different thing every time I go. And the only reason I don't get a steak at Yard House, because I just, I am like, eh, why would you get a steak here? Like, I don't, you know. My dad's that guy that like gets, gets a, a steak, gets a steak everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> at BJ's, at Yard House, at Outback. And then he's like, hmm, this steak's a little like, you know, I don't know about this and I don't know about that. And I'm like, dude, you got a you fucking, got a fucking you got a, frozen steak. You got an $8 yeah. steak. What do you expect? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I just Get a burger and some fries and you're fine. Yeah. Pasta, and, and, for, and pasta's like, I always feel like pasta's good if you get it at an Italian place or you make it at home. Like, if somebody's making your pasta for you and you're not like overseeing the process then i'm kind of like nah not interested uh but i'll try i try anything from anywhere but jack in the box i've been to jack in the box a million times i think i've only had 
four things on the menu. I think I've had the curly fries, the regular fries, the cheeseburgers, and the tacos. Like, I don't think I've had anything else on the menu. Never had a, uh, a churro bite? Nope. <laughs> I don't think I have. I know they have all this shit because I've sat in the... And an Oreo shake, right? Time. You've had Oreo shakes there. No, I don't really... I mean, I like shakes. Mm. I like the taste of them. But, like, I'm, I'm the kind of person that will get, like, over a shake, like, very quickly. Just because they're thick and they're rich and... Uh, I kind of like mm. the. I get a you little. You just describe positives. You just describe positives. I know. Shakes. I know. <laughs> I know. Too much of a good thing gets me all burnt out. Mm. Um, I'll have two, please. But uh, I've had. The, I've tasted the shakes. They're good. You know. I think Carl Jr. has some good shakes too. Uh, but yes, no, they, they sometimes you can ever since I've started, uh, I had the Carl Jr. one and they say hand scooped ice cream. You can tell which ones are not hand scooped ice cream. Oh, yeah. You can tell which ones they pull a lever and like paste comes out. Yep. The, the gel. <laughs> Jack in the box is one of those. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been to Jack in the box a million times. I have not ventured out very often to get different things at Jack in the box because that menu is like the cheesecake factory and I really don't trust it. So what's your take then? My take was just, I was asking you, well, my take is I think that Chick-fil-A is a restaurant gotcha. that people tend to hype up that I'm just like, what is the big deal here? And uh, they well, read, Have you ever had Raising Cane's? Oh my God. Mm. I love that place. Mm. I tried to explain it to someone. And as I was explaining to them, I realized this is why it's awesome because I'm like, they're essentially in and out of chicken oh, tenders yeah. oh, where they only have fingers where they man. only have like yeah. four things. Yep. And one of the and then I just kind of threw in because I remember, oh yeah, and they give you Texas toast. And this Dude. person was like, Texas toast. And I'm yeah. like, You're right. No one really no one else gives nobody's you Nobody's out there giving you Texas toast. Like nobody's out. I got a box of Texas toast in the freezer that I'm gonna make for dinner uh next week. But Dude, nobody is giving you Texas toast. You go to Raising Cane's, you get mm. that Caniac combo, mm. you get the coleslaw, you get mm. the chicken fingers, the fries, the Texas toast, and that sauce. That fucking... Speaking of seasoned fries, though, too. Oh, oh that peppery, Thousand Islandy sauce, whatever it is. It's like In-N-Out spread, but like on steroids. Like, it's so good. That place is just amazing. I love when people go, what is Raising Cane's? Yeah, like, do, you like, uh, ever, do you like chicken tenders? But I've only like, ever seen one, and it's in like Tustin. Like, I don't know where they are. There's one in Aliso Viejo. There's one uh, on the 55. Uh, that's, the, that's the one in Tustin that it, I'm talking I think about. That's, yeah. uh, is that Tustin? It's Tustin Orange. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's called like, it's like Tustin Palma Avenue, but it's not. Yeah. city is. Uh, Wait, La Palma's not a city. Is it? Well, it's like, a, a, it's like a principality. A boulevard. Yeah. No, no, no. La Palma is a street, but it's also like a, like a, like a, you know, principality. Like it's an area that. It's where Mark Trumbo's from. Yeah. You could look up a fucking, you could look up La Palma on a map and you could find it. Um, but there's one that's like right there where the 91 and the 55. That's the only one that I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. There's one down in Aliso Viejo too. It, they're open till like 2 a.m. They're okay, like, huh? yeah, they just like, they, they party all night and oh, it's so good. That place is great. I love, I haven't been there in geez. I think the worst thing like that I know like a couple of months, but the thing I know is terrible that I still love every time I go to this place is the Doritos Locos tacos. <laughs> Those are bad. Those are bad. Those and are I, bad. I order one every time. The fire wrong, I'll murk a few of them, but they're bad. I always, th- there's some things you eat, you regret it 30 minutes later. And then there's some things you're halfway through and you're like, this is just not going to end well. <laughs> and Doritos Locos tacos. And I have to come down from them with a chicken quesadilla. It's like my come down. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm not a huge fan of Taco Bell, but the, the sauce that they put on that quesadilla. Oh my God. 
the it's sauce, like the raisin cane sauce. The sauce there plus like some fire sauce. It's an it's <clears throat> a wonderful combination. That's like my move generally. If I go to Del Taco or Taco Bell, it's the to get fire like, slash Del Scorcho. I'll get or is uh, it Del Inferno? Which, which Del Scorcho is the, a good one. Del, Del Inferno is the hot one, but Del Scorcho is the the bomb one. The one that tastes amazing. Del Inferno, I feel like, is more herbs than it's just more like spices liquid. than anything like, else it's like just a Del chunky Scorcho is like I, if i could buy that stuff in a fucking bottle i would put it on everything uh it's got little chunks of jalapenos in it it's mm, great Del Scorcho. uh but my move when i go to taco bell or del taco well del taco is a little different because they have the double del cheeseburger and i'm all over that yeah um god but, that's the most random thing in oh, the world no, del taco's dude, fries and burgers so are amazing dude the, the double del cheeseburger is uh, a thing of perfection this, is such, a a Cali- this del- is such a california segment yeah right? this is this really is if you don't know del if you have not experienced del taco if you find yourself near a del taco late at night they're open usually 24 Any, 7 anyone from the south listening to this whole segment is like you guys are talking about Chick-fil-A and Raisin Cane's. You don't even know half of the good chicken places, but we're talking about hey, Del Taco Hey, and right you know now. what? If somebody from the South is listening to this and they care to comment at all about great chicken places, I'll be in Nashville this April. If you can point me within a hundred mile radius of bomb-ass places to get chicken. Apparently I'm Bojangles there. is, is, is There's good. Bojangles all over the place where my mom lives. Like Bojangles is everywhere. I had Hattie B's hot chicken, Nashville hot chicken, the last time I was in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I got it right before we left town. We drove out to Dandridge. It was like a three-hour drive, and we waited in line for 45 minutes to get this hot chicken. I feel like as many, uh, what are they called, Taca, taco quieras or whatever? Taquerias? Taquerias. Yeah. As many as those there are here, that's how many chicken random chicken places there are in the south. I'm, I'm all for it, dude. Chicken's like a like a sneaky top three, like bomb-ass foods. Like Speaking of steak, I'll take a chicken over a steak. Oh, anyway. yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I definitely am more of a chicken guy. Like, if, if, I'm, if I'm, I mean, if I'm going to, like, Northwoods or if I'm going to, you know, like, Morton's or Fleming's or whatever, don't get me wrong, like, I'm going steak all the way because they're going to do it right, but... If, you know, I, I, I'm not getting the steak burrito at Del Taco. I'm getting the chicken soft tacos. I'm getting the, oh my God. And that, but that was going to say, that's the move when I go to Del Taco, get a double Del cheeseburger, large fries, uh, spicy Jack quesadilla, fucking three or four chicken soft tacos, and just wash it down with a big ass thing of cherry Coke. And, oh man, that's, that is the munchy move. Uh, Wait, did we say what we were drinking? Founder Centennial that's IPA? That's how I kicked it off. Did we actually say the Founder word cent- Centennial, Centennial IPA, IPA? And then I read the back of it. There and, are these two uh, saints holding up the, the logo founders on it, apparently. Yeah. That's what it means. If you have that little halo around your head, that means you're a saint, apparently. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I think because, I knew it, but I didn't really Because back then, that. they didn't really have the whole uh, artistic uh, technology to draw something 3D, you know? So you can't, like, draw, like, a halo on a 2D thing yeah. back then. So they just made a circle behind it. It was like like a, like an ancient Egypt, how everyone was, like, we're, we're facing one way, but they their could, eyes were... <laughs> they could never think of someone just facing forward. They're no. like, we all move this way. <laughs> no matter what. This painting won't be great, or this this depiction won't be great unless people are looking out of the side of their like, head. I, the first time an ancient Egyptian saw some art from a different place, and they saw some like a full face on, on a piece of artwork, they were like, "My God, this guy's Man. a visionary." Well, let's uh, let's let's jump along here. Did you have a, a take take or not really? No? Um, Just hit me with whatever you got because I had I had three other ones. I think okay, save them, save them because you usually don't have one. So one of now you, one of them's kind of questionable all right well you'll, you can hold on to it until we need it all right 
I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, my favorite animated movie of all time is uh, Emperor's New Groove. I mean, that's a fair choice. Mainly because there's no sappy love story in it. It's like one of the few Disney movies to not have a sappy love story in it. It's just pure fun and hilarity and adventure. But I think Anastasia would be the greatest animated film of all time. That movie is to creep me out. If they didn't make Rasputin the bad guy, because Rasputin is one of the ballers of history. I think he generally was an evil man. He just... He might have been. But, I mean, the Russian czars were also kind of evil. And yeah. it was kind of like, you know, lesser of two evils back then. Which he was one a fucking is it? warlock. Royalty or, yeah, creepy ass dude who, for some reason, was a ladies' man. Like, he's a ladies' man. Like, Ben Ben Franklin's a ladies' man. You were like, what? He was just in a position of power. And <laughs> why is this guy so, like, bitches be tripping? You I, know? But the coolest thing about Rasputin was the fact that they found him. They poisoned him. They shot him. They beat him to death. They threw him in a bag and they, uh, Stabbed him too. They stabbed him and then they threw him in the water in a bag and he was found chilling on a beach. No. (laughs) They found him dead out of the bag. Hands were untied. His hands were bound behind his back in a bag. They found him out of the bag, hands untied, and he died of drowning after being stabbed and shot and poisoned and shit. He he was like almost there. Like he was like this close. And then he's like, damn it, I can't breathe water. Shit. The one thing I can't do is breathe. Being stabbed, (laughs) fucking bound, gagged, thrown into a river with bullet holes in me, but uh, I just can't hold my breath that long. But he was the only bad guy in that whole thing. And other than that, I thought, I think that movie would have been so cool. I thought, like, just, just the, do you remember, like, the animation of it and how fucking beautiful it was? And it was really creepy, too. Fucked up bat creature thing. Yeah, he was, uh, Bartok, I think was his name. But yeah, remember she's, like, on the train and, uh, Rasputin sending, like, these evil demons after her? That part was pretty. It was kind of a trip. It was a trip. Yeah. I don't Um, think I've seen it in a very long time, but I remember kind of being, like, a little, like, uh, this is really not my speed when I was young. (laughs) Random thought. Have you ever seen the, was it the thief and the cobbler? You remember that shit? No. I think it's uh, from Iran or like Afghanistan or something. The it was. And the cobbler. It was. It's. I think it's. I think the entire thing's on YouTube. Go look it up. It's a creepy ass like movie. Fair enough. Um. But yeah, uh, Anastasia would have been my favorite uh, animated film. Had Rasputin been a good guy. Solid. Solid. <laughs> that was solid. Twenty minutes of takes right there. That's good. That's you know when we're prepared, we're prepared. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to move it along here. Cause, Go for uh, it. So um, obviously uh, this would be the portion of the show when we would talk about uh, our pet project, Death Watch. Yep. But um, Death Watch has kind of been. Uh, we had Charles Manson day. A little stale, and I think I and obviously like I've been. Uh, you know, a little sidetracked with all the goings on in uh, popular culture to really pay attention to who's dying. And we did have Charles Manson die. I think the last significant death we had was what, like Tom Petty? Yeah, something like, like that. Ma- like massively significant, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, widely significant was probably Tom Petty. Charles Manson's a big one too, but it's kind of like you were hoping he would die. You were for, like, oh, cool. He's finally, dead. he's fucking dead. Like, nice. God, finally. Um, because remember but, that's that's how we started out Death Watch 2017. No one had died, but Charles Manson was like taken to the hospital, and he like we he was kind of in limbo. You were like, "Ooh, is he gonna die? Is he not gonna die? What's going on here? What's going on?" You were answering work emails. No, that was a text message. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I mean, I haven't been paying attention to people dying because there have there have been a lot of other goings on that have uh, really just kind of exploded uh, within the last couple of months or so. And so, I guess the 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 thing that I kind of wanted to explore here was: uh, were there any? So since we're kind of coming out to the end of the year here and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Death Watch isn't ever going to go away because people are always going to be dying. Yep. My thought was, is there kind of like other other sorts of like lists and sort of shit we can pay attention to as the years goes on? Things that can only happen via time passing, like new Death Watch ideas, uh, you know. The first one that comes to my mind is the, the 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 least sensitive idea of all time, but that would obviously be Rape Watch. And the only reason I suggest Rape Watch is because it's like we had a discussion about this over text messages the other day. I, I don't I want to go out and I want to go out of my way to say that I'm not condoning sexual misconduct and I'm not applauding anybody for doing the things they're doing it's despicable it's disgusting and you know it, it, it shouldn't happen but you know that's a that's an ideal that I have no control over only within you know myself I can make sure that I don't do those things and and our whole life we've been you know thinking of rape in terms of Rapists, murderers, child molesters. Those are the people in prison. Those are the evilest. Most those are the pe- people that people that people other people who are already in prison. Fuck with those people. Because yeah, like if you steal and you know you you know you're a car thief or you're a you know insurance fraud or something like that, you're gonna be like, yeah, I did some bad shit. But those are the fucking evil people, and that's kind of always been the thing about rape and. And like, I mean, murder, child molestation, but mainly rape in this context. We've always been like, those are the evil people. And we assume they're all in prison or they're going to be in prison or they're just low lives or turns out they're walking around. They, you know, are billionaires. They're on TV all the time. Um, Turns out it's a lot of people. Yeah. So mainly men. I wanted to rehash the discussion we had sort of about the ethics of Rape Watch and why Rape Watch is on the surface an offensive idea but well for a while i didn't want to do it just because of the name because you were like rape watch and i'm like okay well the whole point of death watch was that we were like who's gonna die next (laughs) let's call it but i didn't want to be like who's gonna get raped next but we're not talking about that we're talking about who's gonna go to jail next who's gonna be who's gonna be on the fucking chopping block of public Opinion. Who is the next person to come out with allegations? And Harvey Weinstein blew everything open, and who's he busted next? this wide open? And now we got Charlie Rose. Yeah, we so got for us Matt Lauer. Well, I think who's the, next? the 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 turning point was so that's where the game is in our uh, eyes. Suggesting that Death Watch is 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 an entertaining idea and comical because uh, death is an inevitability. There's really no way to escape it. Everybody's gonna die at some point. So. You can either cry about it or you can laugh about it and we're Yeah. Life's too short to sit around we'll and we'll cry about it when it happens to someone yeah. we know and if it doesn't, we're laughing about it. But what's interesting about the rape watch idea is that this is a relatively new And phenomenon. A, 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 as you said, the whole I mean, people have been getting raped the whole time, but the whole 
catching of them and the outing of them is something that and the taking seriously of the, the fact that accusers. that that my the, the part that blows my mind is is a lot of these allegations of misconduct and stuff are are old. Yeah, it's not like oh he he he. Oh, Matt Lauer he, raped someone yesterday. No, no, dude, he's been doing this. He's been doing this. He's yeah, you know, Louis C.K. has done this multiple times. And isn't and, the whole uh, Roy Moore thing about some like girl in the eighties yeah. or nineties? She was or something like sixteen, like yeah. or seventeen, or something. She yeah. was underage, and he was. Just she was like, like yeah, 14, I'm down. Yeah. Like, I don't care. But like, yeah, this has been going on, and it's been like unchecked and unfucking untouched, and. What's what's well, you know, what's what's really hilarious about it to me is that um, there's allegations that are coming out of the woodwork like like it's every day somebody all it takes is one or two people to be like, oh, yeah, I accuse this guy. Him, and then yeah. every day after that, it's more come more forward, more come forward, forward but, more come forward. But what's really crazy about that is that um, my favorite example is and it was a tweet that I saw when when the whole thing with Kevin Spacey was oh, hot news. One. Yep. Uh, Kevin Spacey plays the president on House of Cards yep. and they fired him from that show. Yep. Our president, yep. who's serving right now, uh-huh. has multiple allegations of sexual misconduct against him and he still gets to stay in office. Yep. And all these politicians who are in trouble don't have to go anywhere. No. And what's crazy about that is, is, is it just, it's just like, wow, here are actors and people who really you're not looking to for moral guidance or, or you know, ethical judgments of any kind. Uh, they're the ones that are being, you know, punished like fairly, you know, rightfully so. But our politicians who were, who are supposed to, you know, pour over legislature and figure out the best way to do things for, you know, the, the, for the people and everything, they get to keep their positions. And it's, it's just like a fucking crazy, like, I don't know. I, well, I, I goes, don't know what the it, word is. It but. goes back to the, the the paying college athletes thing, where the people who have the power to pay the college athletes are the ones who would least benefit from it. So the politicians are kind of the ones who have the power to, you know, truly enact. And uh, because if you. when these guys are getting accused they're not actually going to jail you know like kevin spacey goes to rehab and it's like oh there that's his punishment you know matt matt lauer gets 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 fired fired. from his 29 million dollar a year job and it's like ah just punishment not really like he's kind of just chilling now harvey weinstein apparently when all these things came out he was abroad and he i don't think he's come back yet you know like he's just not gonna come back from america and he can just live off hundreds of millions of dollars overseas for the rest of his life so there's really not like even the ones that are supposedly you know being punished for it aren't actually like being punished for it no one's wearing an orange jumpsuit you know the next day he has raped everyone Harvey Weinstein not only rape just weird shit like Like, I masturbate in front of you like well that's the other thing about like me not wanting to call it rape watch because then you were like okay sexual misconduct watch and then I'm like no you know what rape watch is almost better because it is that's what it is and and uh in my mind I'm like oh that kind of sends off some signals but then I remembered that that kind of is a good thing um, they've done studies where uh, psychologically your brain when you hear things like murder and you know child porn and rape little even in the, um, uh, unconsciously our brain kind of flares up a little bit and they've done studies that like when you ask these when you say those words in front of 
or two convicted rapists, that thing doesn't go off in their huh, brain. That's like, kind of insane. Like they don't, they have a desensitized, they have a biological imbalance that allows them to just go, yeah, so kind of thing rather than like recoil from it, you know? Yeah. So if rape watch makes you uncomfortable, good job. You probably have a moral compass. You're a good person. (laughs) If the name, if the word rape gives you some kind of like recoiling, that's a good thing. Well, I think in another thing that, that, that is important about it too is, is like it or not one way or the other talking about it, be it calling it rape watch or whatever. Talking about it though is, 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 it kicks off discourse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it gets us talking about this stuff. It, In one sense, I thought it was like, oh, it's going to like trivialize it. It's going to make it into like a game just like Death Watch where, you know, <laughs> as we said about the whole Chester Bennington thing, death, you know, had to be like a taboo at some point in human history. And now, especially with the whole millennial thing and, you know the acceptance of depression and suicide death is kind of like a oh man i got hit by a car today the only bad thing is that i didn't die like you've seen tweets like that right Mm -hmm. like you know oh man i had a horrible day i crossed the street and a car actually stopped before it hit me kind of thing and oh what's up no no big but i feel like in that same way I was afraid like, oh man, if we, if people continue to trivialize rape, maybe it'll be one of those things that we joke about and scoff at and laugh at in that same way, but never, no way in the same, in the same vein as, you know, I I feel like it, like you said, it creates a discourse. It turns it into a, not, not something that, you know, only those creeps over there do, but it's something that we actually have to deal with in our society amongst people that we probably know or interact with on a daily basis. So I have a list. They're not those weirdos over there. From Harvey Weinstein, when this whole thing kicked off, believe it or not, it was only October 5th that that kind of, you know, really just blew up. Yeah, someone said it's been about like six or seven weeks, really. Since then, 34 men, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming... You know, I don't think there's any women in here. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, you know, not all bets are off the table, I guess. Yep. 34 men have been embroiled in this controversy. And I'm going to kind of just give you some some highlights here. So there was obviously Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's raped three women. He sexually assaulted and harassed dozens of others. Uh, he would like masturbate into yeah. like potted plants Exposed in front of people. himself. Uh, and, you know, he, he, uh, and he, he was like, what, a, 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 like a casting, not a casting agent, but, you know, he owned he, a production company. I mean, casting agents work for him. Right, so, right. like, if he so wants someone people, or someone wants to be in a part, he's the last yeah, word he'll on say, these like, things. I'll put you in this movie if you let me jerk off. Who, who are some like, of the girl? Who are some of the women that came forward? Like Angelina Jolie and shit, right? Like, oh, dude, Uma Thurman was one yeah. of them. Eventually, he essentially right? is like, you want this part? Here's lotion. Like, you know, yeah, like, go to work, jerk me off. And then <laughs> uh, let's see, who's another famous one? Uh, somebody will fucking recognize. Let's see here. Uh, a lot of them are kind of they're just people in power. Uh, director of CBS's uh, Diversity Showcase, Rick Nahara. Executives. Um, Mark Halperin, NBC News and MSNBC contributor. Uh, Ken Baker, E! News correspondent. And then Kevin Spacey was the 29th. Uh, he sexually assaulted multiple men and uh, uh, a sexual misconduct with a minor. Um, oh, yeah. That was like some teenage mm-hmm. dude on Broadway. Way back in with. the day. Yeah. Like uh, Andy Dick. 
Um, which I mean, is no surprise. Yeah, I mean, some know. of these where you were like, oh, no. But then some of them you were like, duh. Finally. Um, <laughs> I always knew Andy here. Dick was weird as fuck. Now I have a reason to, I have justifiable reason to just be mm-hmm. like, fuck that guy. Brett Ratner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Dude. He raped, sexually assaulted, and harassed six women. Serena Williams, former, like, boo. Isn't that weird? Serena Williams and Brett, da- Brett Radner yep. used to at least date. Were they married? I can't remember. But Jeffrey whatever. Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, that's right. Uh, sexual harassment of two women, including unwanted physical contact. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Louis C.K. That but a that's the thing. That, uh, Louis C.K. Was, like was like a Bill Cosby thing where it had been talked about and like... People and had been joking about loud it for volume a for a while, yeah. and then finally and it was like, "Oh, the, the pot got too hot." Roy Moore, Alabama judge and politician, sexual misconduct with five teenagers, uh, and uh, the only thing that's happened as far as this fallout that's the Republican National Committee has withdrawn financing. And when you for his yeah, and what and, and, and when your defense of um, of I didn't rape these you know small teenagers um is well you know mary was 13 when she gave birth to jesus that's a pretty bad uh defense right there. Uh, <laughs> i think when you start invoking the, the virgin mary in terms of like oh uh, uh, child rape. eddie berganza an editor at dc comics forcibly kissing women sexually harassing and groping them he was fired al franken a u.s senator yep. harassed two women uh, See, the, I feel like these them. are the things that could possibly legitimize because before it's all just haha Republicans, haha Republicans, this guy, this weirdo, oh, this no. billionaire. It's but like then Hollywood. But man. then when it became Al Franken and uh, Charlie Rose and Matt Lauer, that allowed everyone to be like, look, this isn't like a partisan thing. We're not trying to take down the right with these things. We're trying to take down fucking scumbags, and shitheads, and fucked up people who fucking objectify others and and force them to live some kind of life that they shouldn't have to live. Did you hear that um, Matt Lauer thing? How he had like a button under his desk to like lock the door behind him. Yeah, what a fucking weirdo! And he would he would gift women and interns that worked at the station like, like dildos sex and shit. toys and shit. <laughs> Dude, and it's just like, oh my God, how many times have you seen Matt Lauer on TV? Yeah, seriously. How many times have you seen Matt Lauer on TV? Like Matt Lauer being like the safe guy, you know? He's like, oh, that guy, I could totally have him like in my in my living room. My grandma would love Matt Lauer. Yeah, so it's just been a fight. By the way, twenty nine million dollars a year. Did you know that? Did you know like an anchor of a morning news show? Show show But even still, like Like, that's moot after that. Paid that much to fucking do what seems like absolutely nothing. Just to yuck it up on every morning, like with. A cup of coffee in front of you with a good day LA. So tell us about this waffle press that you have. Oh shit, this is cool. (laughs) Um, Well, and you know, here's where I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Obviously, all this shit is a big serious issue. It's a big fucking deal for us. The 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 game with with Death Watch was to was ultimately to to set out the end of the year and say who do we think is kicking the bucket this year. Well, I want to turn that around to Rape Watch now. And who do we think? Who's is getting caught next? Next, yeah. Who's the next? Like, yeah. like we wouldn't have guessed. Matt Lauer would have been a you know three hundred to one odds. Andy Dick would have been you know you, you would have had to bet a hundred to win twelve. Would have been like fucking <laughs> five to nine odds, like just. Andy Dick would have been an in the house favorite. Yeah. So he would have been. What you're fun. saying is who's next? Yeah. Apparently, after the whole Matt Lauer thing came out, Geraldo Rivera had a bunch of things where he was like mm-hmm. weirdly defending him, but like 
I don't know. What made you th- think, okay, Geraldo Rivera is laying the groundwork for his defense already? Like, uh, Geraldo's, I'm, there's somebody out there who's, 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 you know, saying, you know, Bet Mittler calls out Geraldo Rivera. Uh, you know, there's I, pictures of Geraldo Rivera, like posing naked in front of some, like, yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. he, because he talked about how, how, um, how, how dangerous and slippery slope things these could be and how what he called courtship can be, can be, uh, you know, yeah. confused as like sexual misconduct. And people were posting under that saying like, like they showed, they posted the naked picture of him in a mirror. I mean, like, is this courtship to you? <laughs> Ralto yeah, Rivera? Bet, like bet, bet dick Mittler, pics are courtship to you? Bette Mittler saying she, that he groped her in 1991. Again, and uh, all these things are they're like, and she's calling him out because Geraldo's defending Matt Lauer. Like he's on the record saying like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think he's and a some great pe- guy. He's highly skilled. Da, 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 some da. people hear these, you know, twenty-five-year-old accounts, and they're like, oh, that means you're lying. And I'm like, dude, I just believe it even more when people are going this far. Like, what do you have to gain by lying about a thirty-year-old accusation? Like, there's exactly. no reason. And, and and ask yourself, how many times have you been in a situation where be like. I'm I I can't tell anybody about this. Yeah, I can't fucking tell anybody about this. Like, I'll lose credibility. I won't be believed. Like, and name all the you look bad. Name name the long list of people who have made millions of dollars on fake accusations. Go ahead. Like, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm really bad at this kind of shit. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you've never heard of a person who made their name off of some fake because people are like, oh, they're only in it for the money. Like, who are these people that you that you think are in it for the millions who are just making things up? I don't the know. The people that get dragged again because before this whole Harvey Weinstein thing, it was you either settled out of court or you were called a slut and a hussy. And, you yeah, know, you're no, just. That, a, and that's the thing. That's the most disturbing thing about it is that because these. Oh, these women are, are just so going old, for what? It for just, your. Yeah, it shows you disdain? how. Disdain? Like, it shows you what, what you know, and it's, it's, it's twofold. It, it shows you, one, how fucked up things are, but it also shows you how far we've come now that they can come out and say this and and they they didn't say it back then because they knew the stakes they were like well i i say this i'm fucking toast like nobody's gonna believe me this is and like we said uh, the rug. uma like, thurman angelina jolie like mm-hmm. it was either like how many women had the you know i guess what you can call it you know self-pride to be like no i won't do this okay well you're not an actress anymore like go yeah, go god do, forbid those women try your, to your dream's over go do something else i know you achieve s- success in their i know you spent life, every you single know? cent you had to move to california but no your dream's and over go be a waitress all you had to do was lie or keep something hidden to be successful you do it too yeah like, that's exactly if the climate and men are like no i would stand it's like dude you've never had like a choice you've never had to make a choice like that in your life if dude. the climate didn't permit you to be honest about your environment you would do the same you i mean there's plenty of things that happen and this is trivial in comparison but in high school like something happened if you fucking I don't know something happened like you know but you there were things that happened that you just didn't tell people about because you would fucking be the butt of jokes or da 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 or you know your I best friend's up, like, copying off your paper and you're like what am I gonna do tell the teacher on my friend no he can copy my chemistry test whatever I don't give a shit yeah and but it's just the climate has changed so much now that it's like these women can come forward and victims I should say not just women because uh, these victims can come forward and they can be honest and upfront, despite the fact that some of these allegations are 25, 30 years old. Like we're, we're able to now say 
wow, look at the evidence. Like, wow, look at the damn, like, you know, we were uh, pretty shitty. Like, you know, we still are pretty shitty, but yeah. we're getting better slowly but surely every single day and we're 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 trying to listen more and we're trying to be more uh humane and give everybody a fair shot but uh uh all seriousness aside i wanted to know who you thought might be next um it's funny because when we when we first thought of the idea of rape watch i'm like i've got a great one well i had it from the other side because it was like who's gonna be accused and I'm like, as far as accusations go from a person, if Lena Dunham or Amy Schumer say anything, no one's going to like everyone's going to shut him down. And it's funny because Lena Dunham actually came out and it wasn't that she had an accusation. She was defending someone who's had accusations against him. And we were like, oh, sweet. More reasons to hate Lena Dunham. Like, yeah. <laughs> but as far as a pick for, I mean, let's face it, it's probably a dude. Um... I don't know. What's yours? Tim Allen. Ooh. Okay. I know he's already got some against him, but like James Woods is in that same vein yeah. where, where they're both just like right wing trolls on Twitter now. Like that's what they do now. Yeah. Like that's what James Woods and Tim Allen do. Apparently. Tim Allen's it's going to we're <laughs> going to find out in three weeks that, you know, Tim Allen's got multiple. <laughs> Like he used to be a coke mule and shit. Like, dude, that's gonna be the like. I mean, the all memes, all the insensitives, uh, all insensitivities of victims aside. Like the memes on the day Tim Allen gets outed is gonna be are gonna be like all the tool time references are coming back. It's gonna be all the what is it? He was the Santa Claus. That was actually a really good movie. That is a good movie. That is classic. Oh, that movie, makes me but... sad. That's the thing. Are you going to be able to... Every single Tarantino movie I've started to watch in these last... Like, like I watched Inglorious Bastards the other day. I, I rewatched Hateful Eight because I'm like, first time I saw this, I was kind of bored. Uh, was it just because of the mood I was in or who I was with? No, I rewatched it. It is a boring movie. But anyway, any Tarantino... long. Some of them are really long. Any Tarantino that movie that starts, the first words you see are a Weinstein Company film. Yeah. So for the re for the end of time, every time you watch Kill Bill, every time you watch Inglorious Bastards, every time you watch Pulp Fiction, you're gonna have to see a Weinstein Company at the beginning of the credits, which is just weird because you know Tarantino's kind of creepy too. Like, but at least yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna say this is like as a good thing, but Tarantino's whatever they're called, bugaboos, you know, his his kind of off-putting quirks are idiosyncrasies very, very public you know he, yeah. li he likes to say the n-word a lot like yeah. he he's really obsessed with feet which is kind of like i mean i'm not gonna fetish shame anybody but he's kind of weird he's a little offbeat so if something came out i would be shocked and i wouldn't be shocked at the same time but i feel like if he was really like he had the matt lauer the harvey weinstein kind of level things it would have come out already yeah yeah well and that's the best part about all the other stuff too is that i think that it's like you know you can look at people and go oh well you know i i i think the the surface has been scratched yeah at least as far as like the you know the tip of the iceberg and then the, everything else is just kind of gonna be like oh and we, and we talked he, about one this, time he whipped his dick out in a and, subway like and we talked about this last time where it's like anyone who comes to the defense of somebody even like a tiny like half defense like say brian cranston says something like hey maybe we should you know 
hold our horses before we just start people you're gonna find four days later brian cranston back in 1981 may have accidentally you know he spread his butt cheeks too wide very like butthole like and it made you it makes you know it draws us back to the whole thing of uh last time when we were talking about it like you really have to rack your brain in your in your history of like have i ever i mean i'm not a celebrity so no one's gonna come out really accusing me on twitter to the public of millions of people to be like ah you kirk mains how dare you but you really have to like we were saying last time where you got to ask the question did i ever do something in my past that may even be considered in this climate now like back then it was just kind of you know oh you're shooting your shot you're you know well and i think a lot of it though with 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 your spitting game what we're fucking encountering is leverage i think leverage has a huge fucking thing to do with it's people in power and using that power you know and 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 i mean like for 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 from a practical standpoint not just like oh i'm a man i'm stronger than you i can forcibly hold you down and take your shirt off but but there are degrees to everything so like you know yeah Obviously, I mean, there are numerous stories of frat boys, you know, at frat parties, like raping unconscious, you oh, know, dude, drunk I mean, girls. Like, how many but, times do you talk with your friends or something like back in the day and you're like, oh, no, don't mean no, no means, you know what I mean? That's like, what I mean. Like, that used to be a Daniel Tosh joke. Yeah. Like, no doesn't mean no, no means work the neck, the nipples, try back in five minutes. And in 2003, hilarious. Yeah. All the laughs. Like, Daniel mm-hmm. Tosh, so funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, look how edgy he is. And now it's like, oh, let's look into Daniel Tosh's past. Yeah, let's, uh, Maybe let's he's investigate got some sh- a little bit. Maybe he's got some shit there i don't know but or at the very least man that's not cool you can't do that now sorry man yeah well and then that's the climate we're in as well too but i i I think a lot of it it has to do with leverage that it's just people in power abusing that power over somebody else to extort them and get them to do something that they you know aren't comfortable doing or normally wouldn't do or and that's like that's like the game i don't think it's so much that like these guys just have a thing for whipping their dicks out and and i think they just they're they're fucking they're power fucking hungry and they're that's how they fucking demonstrate that power like they subject people and you know objectify them to this and that and then that like i that's i don't know that's just what but just like to, yeah to, to, to reiterate on the on the macro level of you know guys coming out being like man i don't know this seems you know just accusations can get a guy you know fired from his job now and it's like well you know what maybe that's good like maybe maybe like the whole everyone on edge and really watching what they're doing is a good thing you know like going going the extra mile to be like yeah going the extra mile to be like man what am i what i'm doing right now might be perceived as predatory or creepy later down the road that's not the worst thing in the world for that's how that it should to, be though that's, that's like, not, how it should be like, you should always have to look in the mirror and uh every day every day yourself, you should like, you should get better every day you should say am i you should always have to look in the mirror and ask yourself am i being a shitty person right now is this a shitty thing to do like because i feel like a lot of people before they even do the self-identifying on that they they start off with a preconceived conclusion of well i'm a good person but yeah let me look back at my past no that wasn't that bad no that wasn't that bad so yeah i'm a good person you know no one goes into it thinking "Hmm, maybe at the end of this i won't like what i what i what i see in my past I don't know, man. I'm getting a little burnt out on the rape watch. Topic. All right. It's kind of a depressing subject. But, I think we've given it a good 20 minutes. But again, we have to... I feel like that's necessary. We can't be flippant with it. At least not at the start. Hey, no. Man, the, I got the, the, that's in the, that was one of my big points about it is like, obviously, it, obviously, like on the surface, it seems like a very insensitive and a very, uh, 
offensive thing to talk about, but here we are talking about it. Here we are. It's kicking off discourse. If we just gave a little twenty second jokes. If we time, just right? gave a little twenty second preamble and then talk talk for twenty minutes about so who's coming out next? No, it would be. Yeah, well, we talked about why it's wrong and what you know, like the the power dynamic and all that other stuff. But I yeah, I don't know. I just I not to be funny or anything i think it's something interesting worth talking about it it's just i gave it an unfortunate name right off the bat and now we're kind of stuck with it but uh uh you have a question what are you doing what is this i'm trying to i'm trying to nail one down nail one down a guess oh it's got to be like a musician or something dude my my other guess is and and this breaks my heart to say this but John Mayer dude I think ooh I think that's a good one ooh like, yeah. damn that's yeah, a really good he fucking, one he asked if he could masturbate in front of me in the bathroom like that's yeah. a really as much good as I one. love John Mayer I'm just I'm worried every day I'm like please Shit. please like please, he no, has please, so no. many like weird uh, just. Yeah, uh, you know, girlfriend stories, you know, girlfriend stories, and he's just like, he's such a piece of shit, and it's like, okay, when Taylor Swift says it, then you're like, Taylor, you might be over exaggerating, but when Jennifer Aniston says it, when this other harlot, or I called her a harlot, I meant to say starlet, sorry, yeah. my bad. As much as I love the guy, and I can Terrible listen to his that. music front to back all day, I just, I every time these allegations come out, I go, please stay safe, please um, stay safe, please stay safe. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say a. Uh, I was trying to go athlete, and the first one that popped in my head, just because of the whole Papa John thing, was Peyton Manning. But he actually has one where he, uh, remember? He, he, like, put his butt on somebody. Or... And that was a big story for about a weekend. Yeah. And then it stopped being a story. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, and it's like. Apparently, yeah, when he was, like, 19 or 20, some, some, uh, uni- some like, University uh, of Tennessee guy, someone was, like, working on his. Uh, kinesiology, or, like, you know, trainer. Yeah, someone's, like, someone's like taping up his knee or, like, massaging his leg, and, like, he's saw some friends walk by so then he like put his it was either his ass or his junk like right in the dude's I think face it was, his, it was ass and it's like eh, ha, ha, got you but i mean yeah that's bad but i don't think it's like you know sexual deviance kind of thing i think it's just meathead idiocy yeah and i hate to say like here's the double standard it is, it is like a boys will be boys thing like you know like it's just kind of in your nature as a young man to be a fucking total pain in the ass at any given opportunity and especially when you're with your group of tight friends and it's like the whole dynamic is based on you guys being more obnoxious than another one like yeah. you know what i mean and like, and and the, the i know the whole uh locker room talk is a buzzword now because that's how trump explained away talking about grabbing girls grabbing by the pussy because oh that's locker room talk okay well you were in a suit in a trailer so like how is that a locker How room? That a locker room? But, but I mean, that's a kind of a literal interpretation. But but but, but the literal interpretation is dudes who are probably more testosterone out than most people, surrounded by other dudes. They're constantly like shirtless and like naked around each other. So, and the most base thing you can talk about is like gross stuff and sex. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the thing because that's the thing you can't talk about when you're. In baseball, what, what would we talk about? You know, we talk about girls and gross things because throughout the day in class, you can't. You, maybe yeah. those subjects, and since other girls are around, maybe maybe those subjects are. You had to temper your fucking. You had to wait bro. until two to be like, "Oh, I've got a story for the boys." Yeah. Like, <laughs> so there. Yikes, dude! Yikes! That's where yikes, locker room talk dude. comes from. But then, yeah, there, I mean, there's always varying degrees of things, and yeah. where do we draw the line on the varying degrees of what's insensitive and what's just. Homies, well, you know what? Homies like, it up. Here's the thing, like, and 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 you can't draw a hard and fast rule. Like, it's a case by case fucking yeah. analysis. Like, as hard as that 
is. And people don't like to hear that because why? That's work. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a fucking shit ton of work. Because then you have to do what we just did, where you have to hash things out for 20 minutes before you really get to it, rather than, oh, that's wrong. Not to get off topic or anything, but that's that's what started getting difficult about all the different kinds of philosophies we studied, is that it's like, when I started, when I, after I got out of intro and I was like, okay, philosophy is my major, ethics is my, you know, ethics is what I really am interested in, my whole, like, project and goal was to, find objectivity and just be like, no, this is the way it should be. And the further I got into the rabbit hole, the more I realized I was like, everything is a fucking case by case basis. There is no objectivity. Yeah. Never find it. I tried to like pull. I remember I would try to like pull strands and threads amongst different philosophers from different time periods to be like, let's see what they're all like agreeing on. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what the, what the, what the common thing is here. But yeah, People have different thoughts based on their time period, based on where they were born. Dude, well, Immanuel well, um, Kant. Circumstances for Kant, every single fucking. Kant wanted to make a categorical imperative, which kind of, as we we're talking about, something that can be true, hard line true all the time, and it's your rule book for ethics and morals. And here you go. This is what is good. This is what is bad. This is in every case possible. And life does not work that way. And it's even funnier because this was made, This these things were made by a guy who, by all accounts, never left more than 20 miles from his house. Like, he, he was from Copenhagen, right? He was Danish. Uh, Khan? Yeah. Khan was German, I thought. I don't know. But somewhere he lived, like, by the sea, mm-hmm. and he was, like, of... Uh, wealth. He was like a wealthy like child. So yeah, the you know a state that he grew up in, he would have thinkers from around the world, so he could get you know this you know uh, wide ranging you know school of thought. But they all came to him. You know, he never had to leave. He never like, like Descartes joined the, the army to like go around the world to like find these different things. Kant just sat, Kant is the ultimate armchair armchair philosopher where he just sat in a room probably with a nice fireplace and a chandelier and talked about these things. These are how things should act without ever really leaving yeah, his house. Yeah, it's just it's going to be impossible to to determine objectivity in in maybe in a particular like uh, field or a topic. There might be an objective rule, but as far as like real life applicability goes, dude, that's just impossible. And that's kind of when I, that's kind of when like my whole shift to like existentialism and particularly like absurdism like really started to take over because I was just like we could sit here and fucking talk about shit all we wanted and and it goes for any subject too not just philosophy but it's like you could sit here and learn 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 and just go out into the real world and just be like well fuck well that's that that was the thing about postmodernism was that you can learn all about Greek philosophy and European Renaissance philosophy but as far as today's philosophy, no one's analyzed it yet. You know, we don't have scholars writing about today's philosophy and today's chemistry and today's biology and today's astrophysics yet today because they're still doing it. So as far as real world application today, there's only like the 1% of the 1% that are on like the cutting edge of all the new things that could even be qualified to like diagnose today's state. It's tough. You have to, you have to look at every single instance and occurrence and and once you do once you focus too hard then you're missing yeah a million other things it's as it's a a million other things but uh let's uh let's 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 (sighs) let's move on here we uh we're eating up some good time (sighs) we're gonna go we're gonna go for the gusto here um do you have a topic i have one but it's 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 a little uh 
it's a little uh, pretentious. Maybe you're presumptuous. I'm not sure. I'm just going to go into it. Go so for it. My, my whole thing that I've been trying to get off the ground, right, is white people fucking up. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just, I want to... I want to talk about white people fucking men and white people. You're on notice, especially ma- male whites. White you're males. on. You're on white notice. White privileged males. You're on notice. Um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about maybe changing the name from white people fucking up because that's the the idea of the topic is to talk about white people fucking up. But changing the name to something like this week in privilege or something like you know like, like your privileged update or or something. Um, Before you ask me. So, this week in white people fucking up. Um, I'm good. So, originally, I was going to do this thing because I saw uh, Roger's Mo- Roger Moore's name come up um, in a Twitter moment. Yep. And I was just like, oh, Roger Moore, here we go. Uh-oh. White people fucking up. This has it written all over. <laughs> and I think I had in my notes here, what did I have it? Uh Death Watch 2017. First, this Moore. is my first attempt at white people fucking Wait, up. Roy Moore or Roger Moore? Roger Moore. Okay. The, Roger Waters. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> I was like, Roger Moore, yeah. for, former Bond. Roy Moore, yeah. child rapist. Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Gotcha. Uh, white people fucking up. This week in privilege. Uh, all right. Scatter bear. Uh, my first attempt at this was as a failure because this actually turned into, quote unquote, a segment I know nothing about and have no desire to discuss. All right. So... I read an article uh, about Roger Waters being dropped from a German uh, broadcasting thing. He had some shows lined up, and they were going to broadcast the shows. He's no longer a part of Pink Floyd. He's just doing his own thing now. God knows what that is. Um, but if you've listened to Pink Floyd, I'm sure you get the gist. Uh, he's doing his own thing. He's playing some shows out overseas in Europe. And a German broadcast company had uh, lined up to you know broadcast a few of his shows. Well, they dropped him for some comments that he had made about siding with uh, Pakistan over Israel's actions uh, amidst the conflict, the, the the ongoing conflict yeah. between Pakistan and Israel and the Middle East and all that shit. So what ended up happening is as I was reading the article, I was getting further and further and further, and I was like, oh, at first I was like, oh, Roger Waters, he's getting dropped for, for making some inflammatory remarks. And then I got a little further into it, and I was, I was like, okay, well... <laughs> This is kind of just a really uh, multi-layered issue here. It's just a big fucking it, deal. Uh, uh, was his opinion like nuanced, or was it just like you know? Something no, he just he side derogatory. He, he's, he's no, 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 no. He, he anti-Semitic. And that's or the something. thing. I was looking for something like that. I was looking for him to say like you know like. Or did you like, just have a measured opinion that was bad? Apparently. <laughs> no, it, and it's not even that it's a bad opinion. And this is why why my first attempt was a failure because like I said, it turned into a segment I know nothing about and have no desire to discuss. But what, that's actually. A, a perfect way to to describe the whole Middle East. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know anything about this. I know I know. I feel like white people, Europeans, and Americans in general shouldn't even comment on no. it because what do uh, we know? Here's <laughs> the only thing I know is that it's a religious thing. That's it. That's yeah. that's that's it. That's all I can call it. Everything that happens as it's a an ideological that, thing. Yeah, it's an ideological issue. Religion is the is the driving is the motor behind all this shit, and uh, 
I don't give a fuck about religion. So I, I'm not the best person to ask. Like about siding with one or the other is like siding with like Catholics versus Protestants. Yeah, like you're it's, just, you're it's, fucking, it's not like, oh, this side's going to win. Like, no, like they're opposing ideologies. Like you're that's not going to ever go anywhere. But his whole thing is, is like he, he he he's on the he's on Pakistan side. He thinks that Israel's actions are are they're in the wrong. And, and you know, this and that and this and that and this and that, which I guess you could say maybe he's anti-Semitic. But I think plenty of uh, people on both sides have plenty of ammunition there to like lob at the other side and that's the problem oh. with that whole conflict is that it's just but here but here we go talking about it when i really don't want to talk about it because yeah. i don't know anything about no. it and i don't care to know anything about it. it it's it's a bummer and i don't really want to talk about it so uh i i, I kind of summed it up by thinking it's not it's 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 not so much of a who's right and who's wrong uh when it comes to talking about israel and pakistan uh but it's more the dude from pink floyd picking a side which then I was like, well, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna have to move on here and find so th- something else. So they really just like dropped him because he had an opinion on it. I mean, I like I said, like I just said, that's probably what I would want. Hey, white people, stop trying to diagnose the whole Israel versus Palestine thing because we're not in a position. And I think that's to maybe what they it. were doing because, as far as I'm concerned, at least the information that i'm given it seems like the european european union is a little more progressive than the united states when it comes to social issues yeah why is germany leading the way on like social issues that's weird because they hit fucking rock bottom <laughs> because they hit rock bottom and learned a very valuable lesson i've always said like germany germans have never been like wrong in my eyes nazis obviously are wrong nazis but, are fucked up but germans but, i feel like got a bad rap here's out of the, the thing about germany thing. i went to germany a couple years ago it was chill everyone was super cool and the thing about it was is when i went there uh our host of the tours and everything was like be careful because european people tend to resent americans a little bit and that was not the case like germany Ger- german people i feel like were super cool super nice super accommodating super friendly if they're disrespectful towards americans it's only that they're entertained by us they see us as like circus animals they're like yeah. ooh, we're you're like an american monkeys. like, like tell like us about that crazy dude monkeys. over there um <laughs> so what was really a bummer about this though is is that my second attempt at white people fucking up got a little close to home and uh my second attempt is basically talking about the big thing that's going on in the government right now, and that's obviously Trump's tax cut plan, mm-hmm. which is happening. And I want to spare you the details because, honestly, you know, who the fuck knows what his plan... Well, it, it, it should be self-evident what his plan is. He obviously wants to cut taxes for corporations, yep. cut taxes for wealthy inheritors, and basically make, uh, you know, privatize the government, essentially. Um Again, though, we can't comment on this because people on Twitter who both call themselves economists disagree on this. So who knows what, like, uh, who are we to, like, weigh in on when taxes work and when they don't? But I will say this, though. Uh, It seems like his goal is to, like I said, cut the the taxes uh, on behalf of corporations and and people who inherit wealth, old money. Uh, And what I read was that his plan... Him. (laughs) Him being Trump. No, basically two things that both apply to him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he inherited a lot of money. He is a corporation and and he inherited... Yeah, and his plan shows a cost for our government of $1.5 trillion on top of a $20 trillion debt that we're already in. Nice. Um, 
but his administration claims that the growth in the economy that's spurred by the tax cuts will offset those costs. But nobody, even like the even the economists with the rosiest of view of outlooks, oh, yeah. are like, there's kind of no way that this is gonna work. So for me, it was just like, fuck, man, why are people fucking up again by fucking everybody over in the long run? Well, that's what the funny thing about the two-party system is that, like, uh, anything you put in place that requires more than three years worth of, uh, it requires, like, a three-year lifespan in order to, like, work, it's just going to be taken out by the next guy anyway, like, <laughs> from either side, you know what I mean? Like, the next guy's going to come in and he's just going to be like, well, we're not doing this anymore, we're not doing this anymore, and good or bad, I feel like nothing ever actually, like, so many, so many few things actually ever get to see the fruition of their planning because people are like, no, we're not doing this anymore. No, we're not doing this anymore. I mean, it happens in sports all the time, you know? The GMs and coaches, they, undo. they lay the groundwork for we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to throw and we're going to be fast on offense. And then the next guy comes in, we're, we're going to be a defensive team. And it, like, But your roster is a bunch of offensive. Oh, we're going to change it around. But I don't feel... Two years later, it's a new guy. From a historical <laughs> standpoint, maybe I'm just nitpicking information that serves my bias. I don't feel like when we studied... Uh, you know, our nation's history particularly, that when a new president got in office, it wasn't so much like a vendetta against all the things that had already been done like it is now. Like, it just seems like Trump's <laughs> platform is just, let's just undo everything Obama did. I don't care what the results are. Like, I just want to make sure that but even if it's we not, stick it to him. Even if it's not undoing the physical acts or bills that they pass it's doing something to offset what they were trying to do kind of thing and i feel One like way or another but that's like by extension of like political party and this but, and that and this but and i that, have but a it, feeling so many because it's so cyclical yeah. and because it's so net zero you know not net negative not net positive just net zero that those things don't make the history books and i'm not I mean? naive enough to think that that Everything in history wasn't disguised as a way to 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 cover that up. But not even that. It's that every four years, every eight years, and extrapolate that to forty years because we'll have a unit that's you know eighteen hundred to eighteen fifty, and in that time, it doesn't help us necessarily to learn something if by 1850 it's back to the way it was in 1800 so i feel like when they leave stuff out steve leaves stuff out like that it's because they don't want to bog us down in the well then this happened and then this happened but then that happened and then that happened so at the end of the day nothing really changed Ugh, i don't know but so my- they're gonna they're gonna focus on what new states came around and what uh you know who we took over in that time my long story short is that White people fucked up when yep. they voted Trump in and well, were yeah. continually fucking up by not firing his ass, yep. not getting him out of office. Yeah. What and was the big thing today that his, like, that, that General Flynn guy or whatever? Oh, the, the guy who was uh, testified. He says he falsely testified. He well, said he, he straight up lied to the FBI. Yeah, yeah. So he's already admitting committing perjury. James Flynn? What's his name? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn. Please, there you go. Uh, general Flynn. lying to the FBI. He's a straight up general. Like. And he lied. And he was like part of the campaign. You know what though? I've always kind of thought like it's just sort of stupid to have that be like a fucking what perjury? 
Yeah, like I, I back in the day, like you know, perjury was more like you you testified under oath. But well, that that's was what like, that had God to do with. That's it. what's funny is that perjury when you swear on a Bible, people are like, oh, you better not lie now because you go to hell. No, you'll actually go to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's I, funny when it counts and when it doesn't because apparently you can lie a lot of the times and then people are like, oh, once you get in a de- deposition, that's when the truth is told. But we just have like this honor system which is just fucking bankrupt like it's just morally bankrupt like we just expect people to tell the truth all the time and that's our first fucking problem (laughs) is that there's no checks and balances for that whole honesty policy like you fucking put your hand on a bible yes i'm telling the truth like how fucking easy is that to fucking sidestep like it's just it's so stupid it's a waste of fucking time anybody who's in court or anybody who's testifying for whatever reason you should just assume it shouldn't be innocent until proven guilty. It should be guilty until proven innocent. Like <laughs> Jesus Jones, like fuck me, man. That's the thing. At least don't throw him behind the bar bars, but like, I just like have him just be like, nope. Uh-uh. This he's guy wait, waiting at home right now, he's guilty, but he's we're going to try to prove his innocence. Yep. But yeah. right now we, he's guilty. That should be the thing is we should have to try to prove innocence. Not and that's guilt. What, like, that's what I mean about uh, people who are like, oh, it's a slippery slope. Just the smallest things are going to be considered rape nowadays. And it's like, well, good. Stop being a fucking creep. Stop like, fucking whipping your dick out in public places. Stop like, telling a girl, hey, smile, baby. Like, <laughs> you know, if that's considered rape and it's like, oh, is that considered rape now? Maybe not. But if it stops you from being a creep, yeah, sure. Yeah, fine. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm I'll okay take that, that sacrifice. You know? I mean, call me a pussy or whatever, but I'm oh, you cuck. 100% okay sure. with that. Uh, all right. That makes you feel better. My That's my white people are fucking up, and they're always fucking up. It's just we got to find ways to bring it to the surface more. Do you, gotta, do you have a contribution? Yeah. Oh, to you? Well, in general. Uh, no, the only thing that I wanted to really say during that whole thing was when you were yeah. talking about Germany. Oh, shit, my headphones. And how uh, Germans are kind of getting a bad rap, just in historical sense, because we think, you know, the Kaiser in World War One, and obviously Hitler in World War Two, and it's just like, nah. When it's funny because uh, the reason, I mean, we hated Japanese people too in World War Two, right? I, I don't. Mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Like by the end of it, who do you think we hated more? Nazis, Nazis? or Japanese? Because it, because when you hear an old man talk. The way they talk about Japanese people are way worse than you've ever hear, heard them talk about, you know, Krauts, quote yeah. unquote Krauts or Jerry. Yeah, but here's here's or the Viet Cong. Where you I know what I mean? Controversial like, stance like, is that the Nazis didn't fucking. They didn't come over here and do like the Japanese. Well, well, well Pearl, Her- Pearl Harbor Pearl is a big Harbor. part of it. Right. But in the hatred part, but I feel like in the forgiveness part uh-huh. is the fact that we had the whole Japanese internment camps. And I think the biggest and part we, of that, though, we never put German born people in a fucking camp. You know what I mean? And I think the biggest part of that, though, is saying we fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's I what I mean. A big part of the whole like us being cool with. Japan at this point, it's because obviously they're no longer a military a dictatorship. Threat, like, yeah. but 
it's because of the fact that how badly I mean and the atomic bombs not to mention like we we feel super guilty about that and we're just like oh shit but the whole Nazi thing obviously we're not forgiving but I feel like even Germany kind of gets like a side thing of like oh those you know former Nazis over there when it's like yeah no I don't think they really want like do you think if you know like how many what do you think the percentage is of people inside Nazi Germany were kind of like Fuck her, fuck Hitler. You know what I mean? But they couldn't because, say, he got further than you know Trump. I mean, maybe <laughs> like, maybe I'm looking I mean? at the world through rosy-colored glasses, but I think that a lot of them had that. Like Germany couldn't have been just unilaterally. Uh, we're all Nazis now. No, you know I think I mean? a lot of them were just like, fuck. Like I don't want you to come take my children in the middle of the night. So I guess I'll go along with you. But I'm not like, you know, and I'm not raising my fucking, fucking salute. Like, the thing that we failed to consider in this whole topic is that it's the same thing with Trump, dude. That's what I mean. It's like, like we didn't know Trump was going to be as bad as he was until he got in office. I know, we didn't know Hitler was going to be I as know, bad as he was until we elected him. I like, know Trump doesn't have the whole like majority thing, obviously, because of a the whole electoral college versus the popular <laughs> vote and B it's only gone down since then as yeah. far as his approval rating but say Trump had 53% support in the nation right now today and yeah. say he started to enact something that was similar to Nazism like would we look like 1940s Germany like, yeah I think we would or I, maybe 1930s Germany because 1940s Germany at that point was like whoa stop like trying to take over the world 1930s Germany at the time was like we went to the, the Olympics with them yeah like 1936 was Jesse Owens and Hitler was there and Hitler was there and we were like we're not He's too cool with them but hey you know we're gonna compete in this track meet with them which is kind of weird exactly the same if that's what was going on today um but anyway personal story was that one of the guys on my uh you know adult rec basketball team in uh Amsterdam which I mean the whole Dutch treatment of the Nazis is a whole nother thing uh, they kind of let him walk in on the red carpet anyway uh, <laughs> I mean I don't blame them necessarily because of what they did to Belgium and you know France and once they got to Paris fr- France was like oh we give up don't destroy Paris and that's essentially what what the Dutch did with Amsterdam like we're not gonna let you bomb Amsterdam so come right in bury your dead right here on this smart, I've walked the lawn that apparently a bunch of Nazis were buried at mm-hmm. in like 1940s and they eventually moved them but like when it was still occupied Germany or occupied, you know, Netherlands. Yeah. There were Germans in the ground there. Anyway, there was a guy on my team, and I remember at one point, like, you know, because, like I said, Germans still deal with the whole, like, aha, former Nazis is, like, you know, Americans in general deal with, aha, you know, slave owners. Like, (laughs) you guys hate black people. Ugh. And someone at some point in the group text said, you know, something about Nazis. And I was just like, actually, it's a lot of World War II was the French's fault. And I remember the German guy was like, thank you, Tyler. I'm so happy. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. So he was really cool, though. I want to wrap I it liked up. Him. Germans guys are cool. Uh, but I want to get your opinion. All right. What's Where up? are you going to talk? No, I'll save it for now. I was going to talk about Derek Jeter. And I was going to relate it in general to shitty bosses. Uh, and what you would do for a shitty boss if he's paying nothing, you enough absolutely money. nothing. Like I would do nothing. I'm the worst person to ask that question because. How, what, what time are we at? We're at like an hour fifteen. I can talk about Derek Jeter for a little bit. I don't want to talk about Derek Jeter today. All right. I really just don't have the energy. I do want to ask you though. So I'm going to give you two choices. All right. We're going to talk for the next like five ten minutes. Tiger Woods or uh, okay DMX. 
We were gonna no, yeah. I I did want to talk about Tiger Woods today. I don't need to talk about uh. Rudolph. Well, you wanted to talk about Tiger Woods, and you knew I was going with the Rudolph the Red Nose. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, need I might to talk. Just play us out on that shit. I don't man. need to talk about Hood Red Nose Reindeer. Hell yeah! All right, cool. Then then, dude, go go for it. Go for it. Well, let me just preface this by saying uh, Tiger Woods has returned to competitive golf. He's had a spinal fusion surgery, which is different than the last couple of surgeries he's had. Um, Peyton Manning had a similar surgery, and it seemed to work out well for him at the end of his career. Uh, I do want to point out the fact. Well, maybe I'm, for his team. Uh, yeah, th- thank you. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not saying that it worked out well for he him. Was, he was pretty bad. <laughs> he was able to stay on the field and win a Super Bowl. Um, I want to point out that Tiger uh, shot a round one 69 three under par nice uh and around to 68 four under par he had a great round going uh into about the 11th hole uh made a costly bogey and i wouldn't say the wheels came off but he just wasn't able to bounce back but it's been 305 days since tigers played a competitive round of golf this is to be expected what did so, he do yesterday what was the highlight of his day uh, you know, I didn't watch yesterday. Apparently, I watched today. Apparently, he hit some 355 yard birdie. Yeah, apparently Ooh. he just was. He's been Smoked crushing it. the ball. And people uh, are talking about that club twirl. A lot he's of got the club twirl. Back. He's always had the, the he's that the swag. Though. He's always had the swag. It's the fist pumps that I look forward to. It's when he he made a fucking par putt from off the green yesterday and just. I saw I saw a tweet of him shaking something and he just cussed super loudly and someone's like Tiger's back baby yeah, he's, back. <laughs> he's cussing loudly um, on tour again. I, and 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 here's the thing about Tiger returning to competitive golf this is a Hero World Challenge out in Albany in the Bahamas this is his tournament uh, Albany it, in the Bahamas Albany in the Bahamas yeah. So it's is it in, in Albany or is it in the Bahamas? What is it? Are they too? Okay, maybe. It, There's a city in the Bahamas called Albany? I don't know if it is. I know oh. that the place, I know that where they're at is in the Bahamas. Okay. I don't know. Because Albany is also like the capital of New York and it's in like upstate New York, which is like No, Cal they're country. not in New York. They're, they're not <laughs> in New York. It's almost Buffalo. Like it's like shit. Yeah, no, they're not in New York. They're in the Bahamas. <laughs> what a weird uh, name Albany, for I think Albany, Albany is the name of the golf club. Oh, okay. Um probably made by white people there's about 18 people in this tournament it's an invitation kind of thing it's really an exhibition as opposed to a sanctioned event and remember at one point they were like this last year at one point they uh, said he was an eighth and i'm like isn't there only like 12 dudes in this there's tournament? like 18 guys in there he's tied for fifth right now with about six other guys but, but yeah if you listen but, but, if you but, listen but, but, to this hold on, let me, i'm not done yet uh i want to say that everybody playing in this tournament with the exception of of Geez, I don't even know. Everybody who's playing in this tournament is is pretty much the anybody and everybody of professional golf right now. It's like the top 20 in the world that are there. So you can call it an exhibition, but these guys are good. They're grinding it out. Uh, they he, are in the Bahamas. You know, it he, is the off season. Yeah, so. it, is, it is. They're gearing up, but it, it, I don't think that takes much away from it is is my point. It, it doesn't matter if it is only 18 people, if it is only an, expi- uh, and again, an exhibition. It is setting. his tournament. So you'd expect that he plays here more often than most people and you well maybe i don't know uh, but you know and you know how hard it is is golf even if you were good enough it'd be impossible to fake you know even keeping in and he's had his share of the lead today and there's history of people winning the masters on their first try like they've so, never been yeah. to augusta so, and they just so wreck it for, so you for know, me whatever. uh uh kind of walking my comments back from last year because we discussed this last if year if you listened early on uh, we, one of our first like big heated debates was, was, a big, talking, about was talking about tiger and how um, i just was like wait just hold on and uh, i'm kind of kind of say i'm going to kind of say the same thing here yes he's he's back as in back to playing but let's calm the fuck down uh, hey, I am. But anytime he's swinging a club, people are like, here's "Tiger's back." And and it's been nine and fucking years. Last year, uh, he had one really good day, 
and we shot seven under or something. Talk to me on a Sunday, please. And, uh, and oh, dude, he's in the he's in the fourth pairing. Talk I know there's nobody in this group. Sunday, but he's tied for fifth right now. The leaderboard is jam packed. Uh, my 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 big point was is like I know this is an exhibition, but. Why does that take away from the fact that he's actually playing well? Because every time this happens, and it has in the last nine years since he last won his major, he's at 14 majors, the record is 18, and at when he was a kid, his dad predicted that he would break Jack Nicholas's record, so he's been on this trajectory. And he was his the, dad was the OG LeVar Ball. He was the, yes, he was, and, 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 and truly, that's a great com- comparison. And just out there saying shit in the first 10 years of his professional career, he had done things that literally no other golfer had done before and will ever do again. It was the Babe Ruth, the Wayne Gretzky of golf at the time. So he got to 14 and he's got five left. He's got five whole majors left. He's got five to go. And 95% of the people who ever played professional golf are never going to have multiple majors. And he still no, needs- 95% of people who play professional golf are never going to have a multiple professional victory. And that's just, you're I'm, asking I'm on for, your side with this. You're right? asking for five more majors. And that's, and when people say, is Miami University football back? Right you now, to, you need to win one thing before you start even asking the question. Because yeah. back then, they won multiple things, and back when Tiger was Tiger, he was winning multiple things. So right, right, let right. him win right, right, right. one thing. But here we go. And no, here we go. Is every time people say he's playing well on a Thursday, he's playing well on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Talk to me on Sunday. Talk to me when he's won one major because this. Guess what? He'll have four more left, which is a whole calendar year. Of course, and so, and, wait. and and I guess. Here's the thing, and I mean, I'm not going to pull any punches here. I'm going to say that as far as golf goes, uh, Tiger Woods has got to be my favorite golfer to 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 talk about, to hear about, to know about, to watch, just because well, of the history, the like. Yeah, exactly. It's no, it's no secret. Your grandma knows who Tiger Woods is. She can't yeah, name. Jordan's, she roots for Tiger Woods. She, she couldn't name, name Jordan, other, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, like, but I think though, Phil Mickelson doesn't he host a game show? And I think. What what's important now is that I I don't think the narrative, and of course for headlines and publicity the narrative is going to be will Tiger catch Jack? That's an old fucking worn out debate, and that's also like a historical relativism kind of thing. Like I don't necessarily think we can compare uh, those those two ideas anymore just because of where Tiger's that's at in the, the game, field, the technology, and, yeah, the... and all that shit. And but here's the thing that recently since 2013 since he did have that great year where he won five times and he was player of the year since 2013 we've watched him time and time and again show up hit a shot hold his back withdraw from a tournament yeah and but we've also we've also seen multiple times a thursday and a friday he's playing well not really he's no. playing not well since, not, since 2013 not really we've had one there have been practice rounds he's he's hitting birdies in practice there, rounds. there has been one tournament and that was the wyndham championship like three four years ago where he had a share of the lead going into the final day and you know just the only know. crazy thing about this one is all the other times he's come back from injury this is something that he's coming back from a, a dui like not only the oh, injury, dude. That's but not a that's a non fucking factor. Like, wasn't he recently in court for that though? Is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but they sent him to fucking like community outreach and and spreading word. Like, dude, I'm, that's I'm not even talking about the DUI like, in itself. I'm talking golf, about like. the fact that like, do you remember when they like like they had quotes about like what did you take and he was just like I can't remember like well, because prescription because yeah he's on such a regiment because of his all of his back surgeries that it's just like I can't keep track at this point of all the painkillers I'm taking 
Which is, you know, a different argument. It is a totally different but, argument because but, it's like you're but, dealing with injury and possible, like, you know, uh-huh. addiction. For right? a golf fan, not a Tiger fan. No. I'm, and I'm arguing from a from a, from a a fan of the game. Uh, it's you, you can't say that Tiger doesn't move the needle. Tiger no, everyone, needle. everyone from a sports, even not even a golf context, from a sports context would love Tiger to be back. Yes, they want Tiger to be that. back. But for me right now, as they want a the Lakers to be back. Fan. They want the Yankees to as be Even golf. if they don't want to admit it, they want Duke to be the number one team and playing for a title so that they can lose mm-hmm. and they can love it. Well, that's Tiger Woods fans, though. Tiger yeah. Woods fans want Tiger, Tiger to, to be in the race. And Tiger Woods haters want him to be in the race so that they can watch him fail. Golf kind of fans, people who enjoy watching the game and, 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 and... But they'll be there anyway. And value the place that, that golf is in today. We see what Tiger's doing out there. We see him hitting shots. We see him looking confident. We see him, and and and, and this is unlike anything we've seen in the last four years. This, I, I, having watched it, having seen it, having followed this since 2013, since he won uh, that Player of the Year and won five times in that year, having just seeing the difference in his demeanor, his on course fucking attitude, his reaction to certain things, like seeing him play today watching him and this and and today was the first day i have watched him since he's returned i didn't watch him friday or thursday i did watch him all of today dude it's it's it, i'm not saying he's back to 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 his winning ways but tiger woods is looking fit he's looking healthy he's looking good he's looking comfortable which for me is is the most important thing and I don't want him to win. I don't care if he breaks that major record at this point. Uh, the, the the thing that I would like to see, I would like to see him get the most uh, wins in PGA Tour history. Which What's he at? What's he he's, at? he's in second place. Sneed? I think he has 79 professional wins. And Sneed's at like 89 or something? No, he's like 81. Like, oh, wow. I, all he has to do is win three more tournaments. Okay, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be fucking rad. Like, because it's like, okay, majors, dude, majors are impossible. And with the with the fucking field, the field today, the depth of the game, the technology, the 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 the, the intensity this, with which these guys At this point, this, besides like the tournament right before the big major, how many times is Jordan Spieth slash Dustin Johnson, like all like Roy McElroy, they don't really win like the minor ones, you know what I mean? Like they don't oh, gear. Wow. Well, I mean, Jordan Spieth did at the beginning. So but I DJ f- did last year. I feel like they ago. don't really like. PGA had five wins. Justin Thomas, he won the PGA and had fucking six wins. Like, I mean, it, it, it's a streaky thing. Like, I feel, but but what I'm saying is, I feel like once the established guys become established, they gear up for the majors, which means Tiger could win. You know, like you said, 2013, winning five times, but not a major. He could totally steal. You know, uh you know chevron invitation i just made up a total like random ass tournament whereas i think it's naive to assume though that i mean like these guys aren't they're not showing up to the local like munis like they're playing like tough setups they're playing incredibly just because it's a major the only one i will say that's difficult is the u.s open the masters is not a fucking unforgiving course the U, the british open i mean european people fare better in the british open just because their conditions are used to playing in those courses aren't set up in possible the pga championship is just like any other tournament the fact that he didn't win a major that year after he won five times doesn't say much it just wasn't his week when when it counted like the 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 way that the game is set up now like it's dude if we showed up to a course the week after an event was played like if we go to tory pines in february after the farmer's insurance open and we play that setup dude we're shooting 176 are we gonna go i I would love to but didn't robbie say he could get us in 
No, he didn't say he could get us in, but he or said he like, would like to go. He's okay. been before, but I, dude, I'd, I'd love to play South. Well, dropping like three hundred on it. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd drop, I'd drop down. that much. I'd drop six hundred to go play Pebble Beach. I don't know for the privilege much, to shoot one hundred and seventy. Dude, yeah, and I would, I would love every single stroke. I'd be People are like, move on, and I'm like, dude, I'm at Tory Pines. I'm fuck at you, Tory Pines. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm taking two balls, but. but I just, my whole thing, I mean, I guess this is why I've always thought I probably wouldn't make a great, like, sports commentator because I'm so often like, we'll see. Like, I mean, the games are important and are, are, are entertaining enough where I'm just kind of like, what's the need to make a prediction? You know what I mean? But I guess in that same way, you can call me like a cynicist or a pessimist in terms of things like this because I'm like, we'll see. Anytime someone like drafts a quarterback and Carson Wentz turns out to be good through his first year and a half, everyone's like, you've got a quarterback for 10 years. How often does that happen? Like how, like rarely, rarely. I agree with you there. When the, when the thunder made the finals, you know, it's like, Ooh, we've got Westbrook, Durant and Harden. At least Oklahoma know that you're going to be good for the next 10 years. Right. Okay, how quickly was Harden and Durant gone? Like just Yeah, but I mean they were together for like five on. seasons. They, like, and and how many finals did they get to besides that one? Zero. Zero, but, 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 like, but they were always in the they were Harden was actually in the playoffs, Harden so. was actually traded like 3 months after yeah. that. But, but all I'm saying is, th- this is why I would make a terrible sports commentator is what I'm uh-huh. saying, is I'm so often just like, we'll see, we'll see. Which is no fun to say, and no, I realize right. that. But... I'm waiting for one. And yeah, that's a major. I'm waiting for one before I can say... Of course. Tiger's on the map. And I won't use an off-season tournament that... I feel like he hosts like eight tournaments too. He has two. (laughs) I feel like every time he's doing well, it's like... One of the caveats people give is, well, it is his tournament. (laughs) I feel like there's like He had a couple more, but then... He's got a Cadillac one, right? No. Is it the Cadillac or the Buick one and the... uh, No, No, he doesn't have the Buick one anymore? That's not a thing anymore. Oh, that was a world. That's that's a world golf championship. Did, now. Wasn't it like a Rolex one? No, have, it, was, no. it was a Buick Invitational. Okay. But what, now so what does he have the, now? He's got the Bahamas it's a Cadillac and, Championship. He yeah. actually does have a Cadillac one. Oh, I totally made that up. Um, well, that's what the Buick one used to be. Ah, gotcha. um, he has the Hero World Challenge, which is you know that that that's the one that they're doing now, and then he has um, it's not quick in loans. Um, he used to be affiliated with AT&T, but there's one that they do in, in somewhere in Maryland every year that they play at Congressional. And maybe it is Quicken Loans. That is his tournament. I haven't um, seen him in a commercial besides... Okay, remember there was that commercial with him with his dad talking over and it was like black and white and it was uh, just slowly a couple more since well there was that one and then there was the Roy McElroy one and besides that I feel like I haven't like seen there's Tiger one with him Michelle Wee and Jason Day and Rory in one and well it was it was him and Rory uh, taking turns doing like trick shots on like a, no, a, a driving a range one. right there, oh, there okay. is one where it's like uh, it's like a four part commercial basically where it's like where each one of them is making noise while another one's like lining up to hit a shot and he's did he have one. lines in it? Because I know yeah. he didn't have lines in the t- in the Rory one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like lines I feel like like no one's really heard from Tiger like in a really long time. I, feel, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm saying it's a yeah. good or a bad thing. No, I'm no, just no. saying I like just, you're not. Uh, he used know. to be like a sponsorship mogul, and I know that whole thing happened. But I feel like I'm not. He never like my own horn here, but I'm just saying you're not paying the same level of attention to that shit that I am. Like, but I'm saying he never like in terms of the mass media and mass public. Yeah. He, I feel like he never like remade that image. I feel like he's kind of been 
personally well, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a dude kind of in the shadows this whole time. You know he I mean? hasn't been in the shadows. I think what's actually happened is, is we're seeing the humanization of Tiger Woods and where Tiger Woods used to be a winning machine. I mean, he's concerned with only He does have kids thing. that like aren't infants anymore. Like they're, they're actually like, like 10 fucking yeah. 12 years old. And he's actually, by all accounts, being a really good father. Like, yeah, yeah. He spends no. a lot of fucking time with them. Apparently, people were saying that's why he's probably not going to do because the major he's, thing. He's, he he's, doesn't he, have that singular focus anymore mm-hmm. because he's seen life in a whole new perspective. Yeah, which is awesome to me. Yeah. And, 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 and with all intention. It means purposes. he's human because yeah. before it was he like, is this a, a cyborg? Like, Dude. <laughs> and that's the thing that is the most exciting for me about him returning. It's like he, 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 you know what? Tiger Woods for a long time had a horrible reputation, like a fucking horrible reputation. And as good as he was and, and still is, I would say as good as he still, because you know what? You, you can't take away the things that he accomplished. Like despite the fact that they, they might've been, it's that it's been 10 years since he won a major. You still can't discredit the fact that he won 14 majors and the next, and the next most majors for an active player is four. Like I still consider him the greatest golfer of all time. I don't give a fuck about Jack Nicklaus. I'm sorry. Well, and you're considering a lot of other factors. Is Jack Nicklaus didn't move the needle like Tiger yeah, Woods did? Yeah. Like Jack, and like nobody cared about Jack. And Nicklaus it was all the same way. It was 14 Tiger majors in like eight years. Which Dude, is just, yeah. <laughs> and and Jack won his last one when he was like 43. Or, that's what I'm 46. And that's what I'm hoping with Tiger. I'm hoping there. And that was the thing what? about Jack. He won them all in the 60s and 70s, yeah. and then he won one in 86, and everyone was like, "Yay!" Jack I would be did more it. than thrilled if Tiger Woods won another major, but. I would be awesome for me it would be dude, so cool it, 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 if, if he makes it through a season if he plays if he plays 16 events 16 to 18 events this year he doesn't withdraw from any misses a couple cuts no big deal but if he you know it, it, even if he doesn't win an event if he fucking has a has a top five top ten in a couple of them like I, I'm See, I'm not writing him the, off. I'm just gonna be like, you know what, dude? That's he, the, he's that's playing the, golf again. That's like, the realistic, relatable ending where when movies end, where it's like he didn't make the pros, but he had a kid and had a wife, and he, he grew has a up complete and he, life now, and like, he's happy. Yeah, cool. No, I kind of want to see that like Hail Mary touchdown for the win kind of thing. Like I want to see Tiger. Yeah, I do too. That would be the ultimate like Of course. Ending. And and that's 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 I don't that's want the, the sappy ending. I want the fucking hardcore. That's like awesome the that's ending. me like, you know, being conservative in my gambling is is that if 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 Tiger Woods can make it from the from the time that he is now till till he's 50, I don't care if he doesn't break the major record. I don't care if he doesn't win another major. If he can play the next year without getting hurt without withdrawing without having a fucking controversy then that that's the ending that i want it's like you know what tiger woods he he got out of the gates with a fucking bang he was electric he did some things that we're never ever going to see again and then he just kind of rode off into the sunset after that like and i i would be totally satisfied with that i would just be like you know what i want tiger to get five more he deserves it i want lebron to get four more to pass jordan that's a different argument though like lebron and tiger are not the same i was actually happy like in a weird way like i I, like fuck the falcons i don't want to see matt ryan like i mean not that i would be mad but like matt ryan winning a super bowl eh. but Tom Brady winning his fifth and becoming like the un, undisputed greatest Dope. quarterback ever. As much as I don't like the Patriots, that's cool to see. That's like a I, better fucking story. Like, I want that. I want pure dominant. I want LeBron yeah. to win all of them. I want Tiger to win all of them. And if he's not, then I'm kind of just like, Neh. dude, totally. I agree with. And that. I've been that's, kind of about thing, golf like, in the last night. You know years. what though is like I I have never wanted to see. Uh, there's two people in the world that I've wanted to see be the greatest of all time 
more than anything else. And that's because they are a, in my time of reference, Tiger and LeBron, Tiger and LeBron. I've, I've never wanted more people to be the undisputed goat more than I've wanted Tiger and LeBron. And it's like, we grew up when Jordan was at the tail end of his, you know, we don't we don't really remember the first three no, like the, we had it's space like the jam, last two like, we had the space jam and then we had the two jazz ones and that was kind of what we remember yeah, yeah. and and it's like okay I, I i got to see michael jordan but it's like i didn't appreciate the nuance i didn't appreciate the subtlety i want lebron but you know it, it, it can't can't it can't happen dude like so it's just, totally random thought sorry we're done um totally random thought. moving on i like it swift <laughs> what i do with amazon sometimes is i and I, I, I think about a movie and I'm like, oh, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. And I know it's not on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon and I want it. But can I buy three other movies with it? You know what I mean? Those those four pack movies, those ones that they sell for about 15 bucks that I'm like, I know I can find it here because just a singular movie that I want to watch is going to be 10 bucks on Amazon. But if I find this thing that's 15, maybe I can find a few other good ones. Osmosis Jones. You remember Osmosis Jones? Yeah, I remember Osmosis Jones. Dope fucking movie. It was pretty good. Chris Rock is like an amoeba, and he's living inside the body of Bill Murray, of all people. Yeah, and which doesn't seem like a very pleasant place to be. It it's a weird movie, but it's 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 cool, and it's not Disney, so they kind of have some like raunchy like yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a little PG twelve, not quite yeah, PG thirteen. Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanted to get it, and. For some reason, just the standalone DVD, even if I wanted it, wasn't really readily available on Amazon. But what was, was a four-pack. I don't even remember the other two movies. I couldn't even, like, picture. Actually, I think one was the Bugs Bunt, the the Looney Tunes, Brendan Fraser movie. Do you remember that one? Yes. Okay. I do remember that. But on this four-pack, Osmosis Jones and Space Jam. So I'm like, I will pay $14 just for those two, and I'm getting two free movies. Basically. So, so now You're I paying $14 for Space Jam. So I really wanted Osmosis Jones, and now I'm getting Space Jam essentially for free. So I'm really excited, because I feel like I haven't watched Space Jam in like 15 Space years. Space Jam's a good flick, but it's not as good as everybody <laughs> hypes it up to be. Bill Murray, also in that movie. Yeah, he's in that movie too. <laughs> so is Newman. So is... Uh... <laughs> Who else is in fucking Space Jam? Newman was also in Billy Madison, which I thought about today. You remember Billy Madison? How yeah, good that well, movie is? Yeah. He was the blob. I like <laughs> Happy Gilmore more than Madison. Mmm. Mmm. That's a that's a that's a big some, like some that's a, words. Yeah. I, like, I mean I like Gilmore hmm. more than I like Madison. I like Madison, but I like Gilmore. Happy Gilmore's good because it's really hard to find a good movie. A really good movie, movie that's about sports, yeah. and and that's the thing for a good movie to be about sports, it can't take the sports too seriously. Like right. that's why that's why Sandlot and like Happy yeah. Gilmore and uh, great because it's like bad they, news. They just did sports. Bad News Bears and Major yeah. League are hilarious because they have sports. Er, the replacements as bad as the replacements is as as it they're funny because I like replacements. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean because they're great dodgeball because they're yeah. great, but they're not like Hoosiers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck Rudy. Yeah. My my dad. My dad is a Notre Dame alum. Apparently, he's never seen Rudy. <laughs> like like it's in every Notre Dame alum like surprise me DVD. Like never seen Rudy. or I guess at this point VHS category like catalog. <laughs> he's like, uh, your dad's my- spirit animal is an ostrich <laughs> with its head in the sand. Like that's your dad's spirit animal. I love your dad. He just strikes me as just a clueless dude. It's like, really funny because my dad's a registered Democrat. My mom's a registered Republican. And a lot of things that my mom says are way more liberal than some of the things my dad says. 
You know what was super awkward last time at Christmas? He's an enigma. My 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 sister was there, and uh, my brother in law, my sister's husband's there. My mom was there, and at one point, like this was when Trump was still a president elect, because my dad's got a uh, got an older brother, my uncle that lives in uh, West Palm Beach. Thunderbird like, or what, what, what? Thunder? No. No. Well, the guy you went and saw the Grateful Dead with, right? No, 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 no. Or with the Almond Brothers? No, no, no. That was one of my. That was that was Terry, Terry Perlis. Oh. <laughs> His dad was actually the uh, former head coach of the uh, Michigan State Spartans. Okay. So there's actually the football picture, team. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's actually pictures of of, of teenage Taylor, Terry Perlis, who's like one of my dad's best friends from Pittsburgh, uh, being a ball boy for Michigan State, like on the sidelines playing against you know Joe Paterno and uh, nice. and like uh, Lou Holtz's no, no, Notre Dame teams and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but anyway, my uncle, he's kind of okay. My uncle's kids. They're not listening to this, but fuck them anyway. Fuck um, you, kids. They're they're twins, and they were really cool until like they grew up and had opinions. Yeah. One of them's still. I feel like he he's like that gay son of like a conservative community of uh, a community that doesn't quite want to come out Was as these gay. The kids we went to Pittsburgh with. The were blonde kid. Yeah. The both the, the two blonde sons. I remember. The, I don't remember. They're twins, but they're not. They're not identical. One kid, I just told to throw shit over the. Oh, I don't think the, that was that. You know, I'm not sure that. The second that level, and I just them? told him to throw popcorn down on the people below. <laughs> that actually might have been them, but I can't remember. They're twins, but they're not identical. Um, yeah. One of them's a shithead. The other one, I like. He's like a photographer, and I feel like he like wishes he could be liberal, but he can't because he like just like pathologically can't. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Like, 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 his, okay, my uncle was actually a former, like, Merrill Lynch, like, stockbroker and stuff like that, so he's not the super, he's not the kind of guy that's, like, you know. Really open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I feel like my dad has more influence than that, than his, than the Yon party that he, like, registers as, and at any point, anyway, this is a whole three-minute prologue for last Christmas when Trump was a president-elect, he was, like, I'm kind of tired of this whole not my president thing. Let's give him a chance. Like, he was one of those guys that, like, of all the things going through the campaign, he's our president now. Let's give him a chance. And literally, this is the only time my whole family has ever ignored someone that said something. Like, everyone just kind of st- sat in silence, not really looking at him, not really what just... Fuck a what? <laughs> and then they just went along, like, doing their thing. And my dad kind of like, well, I'm going to be going now. <laughs> well, it's time for me to be hitting the old uh, high road here. I, uh... Like, it's a really weird dynamic because I remember... In Mr. Sperry's class, junior year, he had us go home and ask us, which is kind of like a problematic assignment, to go home and ask us what our parents' political, political affiliation affiliation was. And given that my mom was a certain way and my dad was a certain way, I totally thought the opposite was going to be was true. Like when my dad told me that he was a Democrat, and my mom was a Republican. I, I like, it was, I I was, I was shook. As the kids say, like, Fuck, everything I've understood <laughs> up to this point has been a lie. What the hell? Anyway, I'm going to send this out here. All right. All right. What was it buffering? Welcome to the world of advertisements where you can't watch a fucking video without seeing an ad. So get you in the season. Come on, uh, come on. What? Oh, oh. 
as much as little John gets gets made fun of for the what? Okay. Dude, DMX is the first hype man. He was the original hype man for himself. You know, people have had hype men like like uh, Flava Flav. DMX was, was the hype own. man. He was his <laughs> own hype man. Come on, come on. What? <laughs> But this isn't new, right? This is an old song, isn't it? Or did he come out with this this so. year? I think this is new. I feel like this has been like a joke forever, though. No? Maybe. I could be wrong. Although he's one of those dog fighters that like doesn't feel bad about it, like Michael Vick. So I'm not a big fan of DMX anymore, really. He's one of those like you know both sides kind of guys. On I'll on. separate the man from the music. That's fine. I'll do that too. <laughs> You'll go down in history. Woo! So he's drunk and just kind of garbling into the mic. Clap, clap, clap. Okay, clap, clap. I actually hated Mad TV, but did you ever watch? Oh, did you just pause it? Did you end our? That was it. It was only a minute and a half long. No, I mean, did you end our our recording? No, no, it's still going. Oh, okay. Did you ever watch Mad TV as a kid? Yeah. Okay, there was only like two good skits, right? I liked uh, Stewart. Stewart and uh, what was her? Mrs. Mrs. Swan. Swan, yeah. One, no, I liked Will Sasso doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, and Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah, those were funny. <laughs> okay. The, uh, one of the best ones, though, was uh, Aries Spears doing DMX. <laughs> and DMX was the guest host. So it was DMX asking advice from his grandma. So he would be like, look, grandma, there's this girl that I'm that I'm dating lately. And Ari Spears would come back as grandma. Okay, D, this is what you need to do now. <laughs> what? <laughs> so essentially, it was he was playing his grandma that was speaking exactly as DMX, and he was in like the night. That's like the and- Chappelle skit where he's like the day in the life of Lil John. <laughs> and it's like Lil John calling Lil John. Well, actually. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything you? Any closing thoughts you might have? Did you? There's only one, so be ready to stop it. Be ready to stop it. <sighs> Poops could do. If it keeps you from singing it, that's fine. Poops could do, ladies and gentlemen. Poops. Pac 12, Pac 12 championship. Poops could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>